You know what I mean? I don't want to like mess with that. Gotcha. I have I have new exciting drink tonight. Go for um, it. Well, we gotta start. Oh well, then why did you talk? You started. You're the one that started it. I was just, I was just getting ready in case we said anything funny. <laughs> no, let's do our thing. Go. I'm trying to do this, man. I want to like get in here, talk about COVID, go to bed. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's well, get in here. We got a job to do. I just watched the State of the Union. I'm go, go, go here. Because, like, apparently you can fix the world's problems in three years. So, like, I'm all about it. Like, if Biden can do it, <laughs> I can do it. I'll have, to, I'll have to watch that later and we can talk about it. Welcome to the oh, show, man, everyone. It's... Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. I tried twice before and you cut me off because you're in, you're in go mode. I'm just like, I don't know, like maybe I need to smoke or something. I don't smoke, but I feel like I just listened to... You need to calm down? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm actually exhausted because I started oh, okay. to work at like four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, So like it's a miracle that I'm up here, but I was like really determined to like, you know, hit all my benchmarks for the day. Um, And... Then I turned on the State of the Union. I was calm before then. Now I'm like, there's so much wrong in the world. And we can fix it all. Um, the State of the Unions tend to do this to me. I forgot. I haven't seen one in a really long time because I didn't really get the Trump ones. And um, so this is like the first, you know, one that I've really invested in. Um, look. I like, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's not what this episode is about, but generally speaking, <laughs> um, I think that it's just so funny that, like, I agree with the ideals. There's nothing really that he said that throws me off at all, but just like the nuances or the customs, you know, like. If you have bad knees, you can't go to the state of the union. You're up and down. You're up and down. You're up and down. You're up and down. They. Like, stand up, clap, stand up, clap. Um, Nancy Pelosi is really distracting to me. I don't know why, <laughs> but I can't, I can't get past it. And, like, the, the heckling in, in the audience, like, let the man speak. You didn't, you're not the president of the United States. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, I mean, may, maybe heckling is part of, like, the history of it, but... Um, I just feel it. I haven't I just watched feel like, enough of them. Look, I mean, there, there's a really base, there's a really basic format which is not effective at all. Which you basically pick out all the problems that you want to fix, and you make it look like you can do it in three years, and because he's been sure. in office for one, and you're like, wow, wow, you could do all of this. It's it's very godlike. Um, I think that there needs to be some realism attached to that to say, look, right. these are the problems. This is what we can solve in these years. But, you know, 
we're Americans. We like marketing. So I wonder what the state of the unions looked like 70 years ago. Yeah, I'd love to look at that. Uh, I used to have a little bit more touch on it in my degree. It's been it's been some time because when I came into my degree, we were just kind of switching international relations from like the Cold War to like the Middle East conflicts and, mm -hmm. and like Afghanistan and stuff like that. But I know, I mean, here we are back at the Cold War again, um, or potentially World mm, not War so Three. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, right. I mean the relationship never really changed right like we just fought our wars in in other countries with russia um and now it's hitting really close to home um we said we would talk about ukraine so i we're gonna do an episode on that which so i'm gonna stop there but um and kind of go back to this like entire laundry list of like these are the things we're going to fix. And you're like, yes, we will. But then at the same time, I kind of walk away super depressed because I'm like, that's a lot. Do you really mean half the shit you say? Because if you did, you'd say these are our priorities for three right. years. And I mean, if we get more, then this is like tier two. So even, even I didn't listen to nearly as much as you did. But like even, I kind of, when I was, when I was uh, waiting for you to, to go from the TV to the computer, I'd like skipped around a little bit and heard a couple things. Mm -hmm. And even as as much of a liberal or democrat as I am, it's like so much of it is sensationalism and kind of pandering to the base. Or I don't like saying the base, but pandering because it's like yeah, it's like where's the realism here? And it just seems I get why you get depressed because it's like how how like what are you talking about right. um, there isn't like an actual how ever right. you know it's very high level and um, I, I it just seems like a lot of marketing to me because if you actually believed in half the shit you'd say um, and I believe in all the things he said like I agree with I agree with most of it. Um, you realize that, like, you, you can't do all of that in three right. years. And, you know, if you're lucky, you, you get eight years out of it. But we're, that would mean we're seven years down. And, I mean, I guess that's what, like, every president looks forward to, you know, in that you're well, gonna, you'll win that second term. Um, but I think we I don't need to even be think he's going about for it. a second term. He, I, I don't know, but like the idea is that you have to. I mean, in any of our jobs, my job expects me to. We have KPIs, right? You have to perform a certain. You have to make an impact in a certain amount of time, right? And you know, I, I obviously these issues that he's talking about are far more complex, um, but. I think that, you know, it's not as simple from like A to B, but I just think, okay, well, like you want to put some benchmarks on there? <laughs> I, I mean, like literally we went from like improving, you know, infrastructure, which I'm in complete support of. Like we obviously need to bring labor and materials and products back to the U.S. Like that's been, it's, it's a necessity. Um, I think it's, I think it's a harder I think it's going to be incredibly hard to 
to reverse. Um, and But, like, we went from that to solving cancer. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I heard that one. In cancer as we know it. Like, that's that's not how... First of all, that's not how cancer works. And that's not how uh, That's not how medical, medical... funding works. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, medical funding goes with the wind. It goes with what's, you know, the biggest thing at the moment. All funding, if it's, like, government or privatized, is going to go towards COVID at the moment. And there's right. a lot of money, I think, towards, like, allergies, uh, specifically food allergies, um, but because it's still quite buzzy. But, I mean, I'm sure there is money in cancer research, but, like, but like just be transparent right the the money right. is gonna go t towards covid right right today. now and i mean i yeah. would give you know i've had my mom has died from cancer my aunt has died from cancer my grandmother has died from cancer i am scared shitless of cancer every day of my life i would love if there was money you know and assurances like that that could be held you know to to a gold standard but that's not realistic um in this you know why does cancer even need to be in the state of the union? Let's just, what are we dealing with right now? Yeah. And, you know, I know from the beginning of the speech, there was some Ukraine stuff. Great. That's a big deal. Our relationship with Russia or lack thereof is a big deal. Um, our infrastructure is such a big deal. Um, you know, like give us a list of 10. And let's really, like, dive in a little bit. Right. Um, hence COVID. Let's dive in on COVID. Look at that segue. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking water. I I really said, like, earlier, I'm going to drink a glass of wine. And then, and then I was like, I am so thirsty. I really, like, I'll probably have to get up and... Get more water in a minute, cause I am. I have this like headache. I think I'm stressed, I'm agitated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 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 also like trying to not eat as much sugar, and I think it's like giving me this constant kind of low head hangover feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, so like in another week or two, I'll start to feel better. But I don't love the way I feel at this moment. It's kind of like quitting cigarettes, isn't it? Um, it's just, it's just kind of nagging at me. Like if you're I going, could just have that one cookie, you're going be to okay. detox. Yeah, a little bit. I think so. Yeah. I have an exciting beer tonight. What's that? Um, it's exciting because so I went to so I'm. I'm going to try, well, anyway, I went to the, my local store. It's called, it's it used to be called five points. It's a West end bottle shop, um, in Athens. And there's a beer guy there and I see him every time I go. He's super awesome. He's never led me wrong and he knows I have a podcast. And, and so I, I picked out, I got two Mardi Gras beers cause it's Mardi Gras, um, to have, uh, have a beer with my wife at dinner because she's a Louisianan. Um, and, I, and I said, I said, you know, what do you have that's new? And he just goes, oh, hold on. And he goes behind the counter. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't even on the shelf yet. 
and it's from a new brewery out of Athens, Georgia, which everyone knows I live outside of. And some of my favorite beers come out of Athens. Our 40 I, friends know. Yeah. I haven't even, I haven't even, I didn't even know this brewery existed. Like it is brand new. They just put out their cans. They weren't even on the shelf yet. And he gave me one. Or he didn't give me one. I'm working on, I'm working on a, on a sponsorship with this place. But it's Authentic Brewing Company out of Athens, Georgia. It is their India Pale Ale. It's called Escape Button. And I'm definitely going to post a picture of this, which we needed to do anyway, because that's how marketing works. It's got a really cool label. But here we go. Are you showing something? Just... No, I'm drinking. Okay. Sorry. I'll have to put like a... Yeah, that's really tasty. It is very... It's a, it's a mellow IPA. Um, that's very good. I don't know what the flavor profile... It's nothing... Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just really good. It's a solid... Um, kind of mellow. Kind of has a dryness at the end of it. Um, a little bit of a fruity. But yeah, Authentic Brewing Company, brand new in Athens. Escape button. Uh, I'm not the first person to have it, because he had it. But I got it before anyone else, probably. So that's fun. Um, You're anyway. Cool. Look at you scoring stuff. I, I just got, I just got, like, I got, I am horrible at networking, but apparently I got a network with the beer guy. And there you go. As a podcast host on Let's Go to Drink Some Time, that's kind of networking I need to be doing anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll post a photo of that, and uh, we'll post a photo of Angela's water. Life water. And, uh. WTR, bitches. WTR P H balanced pure purified water electrolytes for taste. Um, actually, if I'm honest, I had this life water yesterday, and <laughs> I, in my head, it that water tastes really good. My friend Miriam bought me a whole case of it when I had COVID. Another segue, and I am not Segways currently drinking days. life water. I'm actually. I refilled the bottle because I hate buying plastics. Um, so, like, I tried to use it a couple times before I chuck it into the recycle. But in my head, it still tastes like life water. And life water does taste phenomenal. I, I want to do, I like, if we could do a water taste test, that would be so fun. What is, I like the, um, is it life water I drink? No, I don't think so. It's got a pretty painting on all of the things. No, movies. what's the other one? It was like the, it was one of the other ones that came out. It had like the Fiji water. No, <laughs> I'm not that fancy. Avion. Design. No, it was like oh, Smart Water. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it was one of the new ones. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I like my water undumbed. Undumbed. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. All right. That was a horrible segue in the COVID, but we got segues for days, which is going to be our them, new slogan. I had two and they were brilliant, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our new our new slogan is "We got segues for days." Oh, so much more fun. Um, no, I know. I'm just we, we. You can have more than 
one slogan, right? Um, you just can't like, you know, you don't want to flood the market. You know what I mean? <laughs> the market with slogans. <laughs> you don't want to flood the market. Um, so COVID, what are we going to talk about? You want to run numbers? I you wanna, think uh, that like about... we should continue. Well, first of all, we're at our two years about. Yeah. By the time you post this, it'll be two years. Yep, two weeks. Yep. Yep. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I, I think I, like, from that first episode, we were saying, like, it's going to be two years. It's going to be two years, you know, like, because no, but... it was saying, because Trump was saying two weeks, and then it got turned into, like, a handful more than that, and then it was like, yeah. shut your face, stay inside until June. And... <laughs> <laughs> and um now um you know like it's two years later and um <laughs> there's a lot to say but i think that like we should continue to have these you know i mean i guess we're gonna have to space it out now because like the world has reopened but it's right. going to change, right? There's going to be new strains. There's going to be new, like, you know, one step forward, two step back. But I think it would be really cool to, like, continue to have these episodes and, like, stream, you know, kind of bank them together um, one day so we could see, like, oh, wow, this is uh-huh. really different. Um I almost think you should post the one from two years ago, like repost it, and then post this one today. Um, and you could, like, I think we'd shock ourselves, you know, how. We could I do. Mean, it's like a, it's like a time warp, you know. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if this won't work unless the 40 fans get their act together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sort of waffle. But we have a Patreon page now, mm-hmm. if we can announce that. And maybe it could be fun if we had patrons. We could do a like a live re-listening to the first COVID episode. Cool. And obviously, we could like pause it and talk and laugh at ourselves. And I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, no, we could definitely do something like that for sure. So yeah, if you want to support us, go to Patreon. Let's go drink some time. <laughs> there's cool little. Uh, there's some cool stuff. We're working on. I'm working on getting merch over there and stuff too. So slowly but surely, we'll be growing this. Growing. I know we'll be growing. Um, you mentioned new strains, and the if I can take over for a second. I mean, back there, back then, there was no strains. Yeah. <laughs> And um, then we started to get better since we're at O for Omicron. Right. Um, oh, I mean, no, we might be Omicron. on that after that now. I don't I don't know, but um, Omicron yeah. was, I think, the biggest sweep well, since Delta, right? So, yeah. So the, the thing about the strains is, and what, what, kind of, what kind of makes me feel fearful of our reaction is, you know... You have alpha or whatever you want to call it, and then Delta came along, and Delta was it was just as deadly, a two percent death rate, just like the original, but it was um, like five times um, more, more transmiss, yeah, more transmissible. And then Omicron came along, and Omicron it had a much lower death rate, which is 
awesome. Um, Delta was 2%, so was Alpha. Omicron had a 0.3% death rate. So greatly reduced. Um, and just for people who are out there, like I still hear people, it's like, oh, it's just like the flu. The flu has a 0.0018% chance. So Omicron, even at 0.3%, Omicron is 166 times deadlier than the flu. I love your math. Now, amazing. <laughs> now, I went ahead and did the numbers with flu and pneumonia because that's the most common complication. And that will raise the death rate of flu and pneumonia to 0.0163, which is a lot higher than normal flu, but it's still Omicron is 18 times deadlier than the flu and pneumonia. So still still way more deadly i don't i don't care which pundit so what you watch. sam's saying is that anyone that comes near him or i for that matter that says oh it's just a flu bitch slap immediate <laughs> bitch slap let me do some math on your face <laughs> um, yeah i mean the the last episode we did we were that was the first time we started to do some math and we laid in like really heavily on you know what the solutions were you know don't be too active in the world like kind of build your right. bubble around you or restrict your movement kind of thing um get vaccinated and boosted um wear a mask um but here here's here's the main thing i want to say regarding new strains is i think we knew omicron was a lot less deadlier and i mean like the numbers at the height of delta is actually when we recorded our last COVID episode. Mm -hmm. the, the average, the daily running average at its peak was 175,000 cases a day. Mm -hmm. So Omicron came out. It was a lot less, um, a lot less of a, or what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't as bad, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knew it wasn't as, as bad. So severe. we got, yeah, severe. So we got lazy. We didn't get lazy. We just didn't care as much. At the height of Omicron, we had an average of 806,000 a day. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's a little over four times what Delta was per day. And I, th I think my main concern is people are going to go, oh, Delta was bad. Omicron was a lot better. The next one will be even better. The next one will be, no, that's not how it works. The next strain, and that's the whole thing why vaccinating is so important and, you know, that whole keeping the curve down is so important because the next the next strain, it doesn't just get, you know, less severe and less severe. We have no idea what's going to happen next. The next right. strain that could pop out could have a 20% death rate. It's very unlikely, but still, we can't, you know, we're looking at the numbers and they go down and they go down. That doesn't mean that another strain won't come out and it's got a five percent it could be twice as bad as delta you know yeah so i mean if if you listen to like my past episodes you'll hear you know the solutions that were just listed but you'll also hear like i made my world really small right. and i went nowhere 
and I, if I needed a break to cry, I would go in the backyard and like cry at the beach. And I, like, I just sort of accepted that this, this is it. Like, this is the best quality of life that I can give myself and my kids just to like go to small school district, keep those masks on, don't go home nearly as much as I wanted to for fear of getting it. I was absolutely afraid of getting it. And, um, because I, I am asthmatic and I have an asthmatic kid and I'm also the only one responsible for these two kids and like they weren't going to get it on my watch. Um, and like that's exactly what happened. Um, their dad visited in December uh, for Christmas and they hadn't seen their dad because he lives in Australia. Um, and so they went with him and I was like, I just want one fun night with my family. I went out with my cousins to Rhode Island and that that all it took was one one night. And, you know, this is kind of like, you know, we're in closer proximity to New York City. Mm-hmm. It's definitely ramping up. It always ramps up around holidays anyway. Um, so, like, Omicron was probably like, you know, the like when it rains, it pours situation. Um, but yeah, I, I, the day before New Year's, I, I, I was fine the night before, but in the middle of the night, I was like, my throat feels weird, very weird. And then I woke up in the morning, like the lack of energy that I had in conjunction with the throat. And then by 3 PM, I was like, I just don't know like I started to feel like aches and pains Mm -hmm. and by five o'clock I was like I am absolutely certain I have COVID and I told my boyfriend I absolutely am certain I have COVID and he was like well don't waste a test like we kind of kind (laughs) of looked it up online and like there was no tests anywhere it was really hard to get a test and I had had one test at the house and or like one kit and I just thought you know what like I'm really gonna if I'm gonna give myself this test I'm gonna wait till the next day and and I waited until the next day and that positive thing came up like 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 a pregnancy test that everyone's been praying for (laughs) it was like oh shoot and you know it's like one of those things I was so afraid of it and I was like there's a point of acceptance here and what I knew in that moment was I can handle what I have right now. I can handle what I have right now. And I had a friend, Brian, who had COVID and it, he like walked through it as if it was a sniffle. And I, and I was so convinced that because I was vaccinated, that that was going to be, you know, my sentence that I, I was going to be okay. Um, and let me tell you what I, the, there's two weeks of my life I can't get back. I don't know where I was. Um, like with every passing hour from that positive test was bouts of confusion and like my temperature was at some point it registered at like a hundred and four and a half and um, like medications weren't really working and I had to like isolate myself so I was kind of alone like I didn't have my kids with me 
and my my partner you know I didn't want him to get sick so I I just stuck myself at home and it was the between the sleeplessness the sleepiness both of them the fever the absolute aching in my throat um like thoughts didn't connect well I had a friend that was like you're gonna think you're gonna die but you're gonna get through this the last one of the last symptoms was the breathing and I did end up go going to the hospital for that one um and they did give me inhaler but I had to push um and while I was in the I wanted to go to an urgent care and they wouldn't see me because I was COVID positive Mm. which sort of sucks because I didn't want to take up hospital resources. All I needed was like albuterol or, you know, like just just some sort of like lung, like steroid to get, to like get me to cross over. Um, And, you know, like there's a fear like, okay, I can't breathe. I'm having a hard time breathing. Holy fuck. I can't breathe. I'm having a hard time breathing. And, um, I'll tell you what, like I walked in there afraid and then they sat someone next to me and they have these medicine uh, or like these uh, partitions up in hallways because there's so many people coming in with COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought I couldn't breathe until I heard the man next to me. Hmm. And as soon as he walked in, I could hear his breathing was nowhere like mine was and i just in a bad way in such a bad way it sounded like there was a machine inside of him and when i heard his story because i heard him talking to the nurse it was like he was telling them my story but he was like two days before me he Mm -hmm. started and in that moment i felt like thank god i'm here because I needed, in- I felt like I needed intervention that day because I didn't know what the next one or two days were going to look like. Mm-hmm. And it could have looked like him. And I just thought, take him now. Take him now. Like someone do something with him. Every second is valuable to him. Um, and I don't know his name. I don't know. I just, all I know about him was that his girlfriend brought him in and she had to leave and she had to walk away saying I love you to him and I'm certain that there was a much bigger intervention for him than an inhaler for me Right. and I think about that man all the time um, I have no details of this man this is Yale Hospital <laughs> in in, um, in Guilford, Connecticut um, but I just hope that that man made it and that made COVID so real to me um, just hearing the dysfunction of his body and the begging in which he was to just take that next breath. Right. Um, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, there's certainly karma in my COVID story. Um, you know, all it takes is one time. <laughs> the, the kids uh, were with their dad. They got it uh where they were and so eventually once they started to test positive and my ex-husband's tested positive 
we all climbed in a house together. <laughs> which <laughs> is funny because we weird, hadn't seen huh? each other in two yeah. years, um, which we were newly split then, and it took us two years. Like he arrived, I think, on the uh, the twentieth, and on the twenty second, our divorce was final. And like within ten days of that, he's back living at my home. Right. With COVID, um, I cannot think of like more of a what the fuck than that. <laughs> you need to you need to uh, write that down and sell it to Holly. Like write a it's, script or it's something. It's just unbelievable. Like yeah. the the synchronicity of these events is just. Whew. Um. And yeah, he stayed here for a month and that was one of the hardest times of my life. I mean, there was good moments and shiny moments and moments that were really great for my kids, but also like you don't, you shouldn't live in a house with your ex-husband that you're newly divorced from. Especially quarantined. Uh, You know, quarantined and having to work together and you know, like I wouldn't say that it was an all out war. That's not the truth at all. But it was incredibly stressful. Right. Um, but, I, you know, being alone with COVID was also really hard, too. Um, that was some of the darkest days of my life. And I did recognize that in my off state. And I had to call a therapist, my therapist, and get extra help. Um just to like talk through it because it was just so intense so 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 intense it sounds it sounds like you didn't have omicron you definitely had got I delta don't know. or something i mean this was when omicron was sweeping the nation um so i think that i had omicron i don't think that i, I wasn't boosted um so like you had 0% or like nominal protection as um, a vaccinated individual, but like 30% more with boosted. Um, So, you know, it's still quite low anyway. Um, And I I do have lung stuff, Um, you know, like I'm I'm the ideal candidate to be tortured by it for sure. Gotcha. Um, I did lose my... I didn't lose my taste so much, but I lost my smell uh, for sure. Like, you could have stuck me in front of an orange, and I would smell nothing. Absolutely nothing. Huh. It was very weird. Um, but it did slowly climb back, and I haven't had really any symptoms of long COVID. So I feel like, all right, <laughs> you're making it. All right. Um if I had it my way, though, you know, I think that I think where we're at is to look at this like, what are the ways to live with COVID? Because it's here to stay. It's going to be an aspect of our lives. It's going to be aspect of our kids' lives. Um, and I kind of started to like plan my life out a little bit. Like I haven't been able. I'm a dual citizen. I haven't been able been able to go home to Italy in a very long time. So I want to, I want to go do that. Um, okay. So you're less, you know, this thing tends to not be as big of a deal. It doesn't last as long in the heat. Okay. 
So maybe I just do that. And maybe I just say, you know, to hell with the holidays with family because, you know, it's too risky um, and the cold weather. Um, and, you know, I've seen I've had two kids that have had COVID now. One of them, he was Easton was super luck, lucky like Brian. He walked through it with a sniffle, whereas mm-hmm. Mira was down for the count. And it was very hard for her um, with her lungs, with her throat, with her high, high fever. Um, are they going to get COVID again? Yeah, they are. Am I going to get COVID again? Yeah, probably. Am I going to do everything in my power to not have that? Yes. Do I have to still live life? Yes. Um, so it's about negotiating with the quality of life you want versus the risk that you have and sort of finding that magic middle. Um, and I think that I think we're going too fast um, because now everyone's just tired and they want their life back and you know like the kids are going back to school with without masks or you know it's not it's you know it's it's not mandatory to wear a mask everything is opened it's full speed ahead um, and I am like heels in earth digging down trying to you know find what's just best for us and i think that that's where the world is at that um you know you elect to do what's best for you i wish we were electing to do what's best for others as a collective like i wish that mass would stay um but you know everyone has a varying degree of tolerance and a high degree of acceptance and you know I like every time someone says I don't want to wear a mask I'm like have you had COVID and most of the time they say no and I'm like I'm one of the lucky ones literally to have had it to know how hard it is and to have gotten through it Um, and I know there are a lot of lucky ones now and I think for some people, because it was so easy for them, they could they know that they're going to be okay. I'm not one of those people. It was very, very hard for me. Um, and I, I don't want it again. Um, but is it going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to? But not without me trying not to get it. I'll try my hardest. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I think the more, so here, here's going back to kind of like the, like if people are vaccinated and we continue to get boosted, it's, it's, it'll, it'll probably end up becoming like a flu shot. Right. Mm -hmm. I can see it like all just sort of becoming one thing. Right. And I think, but it's hard to get an accurate strain. Well, well, yeah, even on the flu. Right. Um, but at least there's a lot less strains of COVID <laughs> than the flu. Right. Um, but I think it's one of those things. It will get easier. And as long as there's not some new strain that is 20 times deadlier than, you know, what we're used to. Right. Um, which I, I think is just the balancing act of, okay, can this be like the flu? Absolutely it can be, but you have so many people still who are actively pushing against 
any sort of, like, I still know people who aren't vaccinated at all. Um, you know, it's I don't, really I don't, hard because I think I like, wait, you know, I'm, I wouldn't call myself an anti-vaxxer, but I am certainly like, what's in that? Just like I'm like that with anything, you know, like what's in that? I, I turn the box over all the time. Well, um, that's, that's fine. I mean, I understand that. I think but... it's really interesting that like we have a very high vaccination rate in the U.S. and like the people that were fine with vaccination until this vaccine came out. Um, I, yeah. I'm just really interested in that. Um, it's just very intriguing to me. Um, and I do think vaccination should be your choice. And, I, you know, it's your body. Um, I, I know that people don't agree with that. Um, but I think it's your choice, you know, to, to be microchipped. Um, you know, like... <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't say stuff like that. People I'm kidding <laughs> kind of um no i oh mean i'm happy that i'm i'm vaccinated because i think it's what got me through this um just just to clear any do you realize how big okay if there are microchips in this I'm vaccine i'm totally kidding i actually don't it's, i know <laughs> but i'm just saying if there was a microchip inside of the vaccine, the needle for that would have to be about as large as a ballpoint pen. Like, we don't have the technology. <laughs> I don't actually think that there is. I, you know, I, I'm more concerned about, you know, what's in it. Um, my kids are not vaccinated um, because they're still in that time period where they they said 60 to 90 days um so i will get them vaccinated we're just kind of right around the corner from it but there was no point in getting them vaccinated while they had antibodies um and that goes for me with boosting it's the same thing um that's what the doctor told us to do i finally um, got boosted the other day how'd it go for you fine yeah i only had i had a slight so it was interesting because a lot of people was like the second dose of the mm -hmm. original two mm -hmm. was the one that kind of put people down. Um, you said it was your first. Yeah, but it was still like it was literally about it was it was. You could. This was you, on that. This is on the last episode because I said most of the people that have a hard time with the first are the ones that have had. Oh, did, did I talk about this? Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know anymore. Mm -hmm. You're very antsy. I can hear you drumming on things. I'm exhausted. I'm trying yeah. to keep away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this time around, it wasn't like I didn't even. You know, I mean, I think my arm was sore um, first couple of days, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Which a lot of times my arm's sore just getting a shot first couple, like any other shot the first couple of days. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully the booster will behave for me like it did with the first two shots, which was nothing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me is like, I wish that I could get boosted in September or October because then it's like that's when it's like new and fresh, you know, for like. Well, you'd have to when get When the it. hard months are coming right. in. Right. 
I mean, I guess that's not that's not too. I don't. But see, some medical professionals listen to this like, and they're saying she's such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to take into account Delta was in is in late July and August and September. Right. So like you can't you can't even really time it like that. That's true. I mean, we could have another wave starting next week. You know. Oh man. So. And this is what my life will look like. I'll work from home. I'll pick the kids up from school. I'll get my groceries delivered. <laughs> That's it. Here we are. <laughs> That'll get, it'll be all right. All right. Obsession of the week. What you got? Um. Hmm. I mean, I'm really into foreign policy at the moment. Because that's my degree, mm-hmm. and when conflict sort of kicks it up, um, and the stuff with Ukraine is very interesting. We're gonna, um, we're gonna, uh, we're definitely gonna have to delve into that next week when yeah, we're not so tired. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm coming in with like, like foreign perspectives, um, mm-hmm. American perspective. Um, and just like the emotions around it, like I am very nervous for the implications of this. Um, yeah, and a little bit of a crush on <laughs> Zelensky or whatever. Yeah, like every mom, American mom, like a little swoony. Him and uh, the Canadian Prime Minister. Of course. Yeah. Because he's beautiful. This, this, yeah. is, this is why... This isn't why. I'm. This is totally a joke. But I'm... this is why we need more women in higher ranks of politics. So this isn't a joke. At, at least... No, it's a joke because... No, no, it's not. A, I want women to be. Yes and no, but yes, but, go ahead. Yeah, but you're like, oh, Justin Trudeau. Like, I got nothing. I can't go, oh, Joe Biden. You know, it's not my style. I mean, I, so. I say the same thing that I have a crush of the, the PM of New Zealand as well. She's a girl, though. Oh, okay. I was like, is that is that the is that the woman? Oh yeah. gosh, she's the best. Jacinda Ardern, she's my hero. I love her, Jacinda Ardern. I think, um, like, God, this this is. If we have any Republicans, they're gonna hate me. We need to get AOC up in they the presidential. Anyway. Oh yeah, probably. Um, yeah, give me some AOC action up there in the White House. AOC, what's that? Mm-hmm. AOC. Oh man. What's that? She's the senator for New York. Oh, I don't. Oh, she is. She is the most. Yes. Hatred. I hated Democrat her on Instagram. You are tired. I am really tired. I'm really tired. I'm really, really tired. Um, I do. I do really, really like her. I, I think she's going to have a beautiful career. Um, so is peak Buttigieg. Um, really like him. <laughs> I also have a crush on him. 
Oh my gosh. Anyway, so those are my obsessions. What is what's your obsession of the week? Um I'm trying to think. Um I guess as boring as it sounds, maybe maybe training for my new job. Mm-hmm. I guess the new job. I I won. Um, there was a a love what you do sort of a thing, and it's just mm-hmm. you know it's not nothing major, but um, I, I won for our our team. We have I, I'm so it, we work in teams. So there's I think there's nine of us, including the manager, and so each manager in the district got to pick someone who like won January love what you do and and I was picked and um I was recognized company-wide which is kind of cool mm-hmm. or maybe, maybe district-wise probably just district-wide yeah you have um, a big company there yeah so but yeah it was cool and he said some nice things and even like you know I don't have it on me but he it was like one of the things is um my he my team engagement and um my team engagement my inclusivity and um just like like i, I haven't even i haven't even really started my job and right and he mentioned that he's like he's so new to this role but he's come in here from day one and he has like he's tripled everyone's engagement on the team um microsoft team uh teams chat you know and it was just cool it was it was cool that's awesome so yeah he ended it with um what did he say he's six six on paper but he's number one in our hearts (laughs) oh oh it was so uh it was like wow oh i won't i won't say any names because i don't know if they want their names spoken but i got i got a hell of a boss i really do that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So. Yep. It's hard to find. I feel that way about my job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I love it. Like, I'd be afraid to leave it. Yeah. Alexandra Cortez. Ociazo. How do you say that? Us. I don't know. Asazio Cortez. That's what it is. 8.5 million followers on Instagram. She's got a great message. She is quick, man. Oh, yeah. She's badass. She is is a badass. She was looking at her in her light blue suit at the State of the Union. She looked awesome. She's got power, that one. I just think, think she's amazing. I do. First woman president. She could be it. She definitely could be it. Could that be some really cool up and coming? Yeah. Um, I think I think I think the right hates her more than Hillary, though. So the problem is, is that you, you get yourself into an issue, you know, being too dogmatic. Um. It, like spreading yourself too far away from like the common, the magic middle. Um, it's a risk, but you got to stand up for what you want, you know, what you believe in. And yeah. she knows that she's doing that. You know what I mean? She's not trying to 
soften, obviously, at all. No. Um, but I wouldn't say that she's coming off um, like a like a Looney Tune. You know what I mean? I, I think because she's super, super intelligent. Um, yeah. So awesome. Brilliant. All right. Go to bed. All right. Cool. Just like that TV. What TV show is that? The uh, the little the little splash screen at the end. What is it? the card? I don't remember the term of this thing anymore. What was it? What All right. That? What? There's like a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a show. There. Who who who's the guy who produced uh, Big Bang Theory? He he's he's he he does one. For every, he does a different one. Oh, for, he does a different thing at the end of every episode. I used to it, love that. But it's all of his shows. Um, oh, really? He does. And yeah. I tried desperately to like pause it. Yeah, they're all online. Um, but there's a, there's a, a it, it's not a title card or there's a word for that. And someone somewhere, it's um, it's uh, it's like, oh, go to bed, or well, go to bed. Yeah. So. Stacey Abrams, another one. Just want to say. Just want to say. I was gonna say, she's, she's another one. She's uh, awesome. I gotta look her up now. Cece? Cece Abrams. Oh, I thought you said Cece. I was like, I don't know who Cece is. No, no, no. Cece Abrams, like your yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. She is kick-ass. That one. Everything she says, I eat it up. I love it. Yeah. Every like middle of the road Republican like sway that way is like, ugh, we're done with you. I'm, I'm We've still. Lost friends. I'm still. Uh, I don't. I don't know how closely the news was for the the Brian Kemp, Stacey Abrams governorship got up mm-hmm. to you, but it didn't. Uh, uh, long story short, uh, Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State, um, who the Secretary of State oversees the state election for governor mm-hmm. and he won like it was a very very close race and I I, uh, I don't think he should have resigned from secretary of state the moment he decided to run for governor that's too big of a conflict of interest for me mm-hmm. and it's just it's I don't know like all the polls it, it was i do not want to sound like a fucking trump head it was a rigged election but it's like come on you oversaw your own election no one no one had a problem with this right you know like right. really that's a very corrupt yeah like uh you want to run for governor you think you're gonna win resign run for governor right you know, recruit, recruit yourself, recruit, recruit. I can't say that word right now. Re, re, oh, recruit, the Rip. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Take yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, next time Ukraine, this episode will be up in two weeks. I don't know why I'm saying that because the listeners are going to hear that and they're going to be like, it's up today. Um, so yeah. Have a good night, old friend. Thank you. I'm going to go to bed now. Thank you so much. Sleep well. (laughs) Okay. Bye. You too. Bye.
If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.